This episode was streamed on Mother's Day. Zach and I pay homage to all the great moms out there. Especially to those moms who didn't get a thank you this year. North Texas Musicians Family celebrates Mother's Day. Every day. I didn't actually read that one. I was uh, yeah, I was skimming through it now. Yeah. Now, mainly this episode is for the people that forgot about Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those of you who forgot that this upcoming May nine is Mother's Day, this episode's for you. Yeah, I was actually talking to my sister about what we're doing for Mother's Day today. Well, um, what what are you doing? What's the plan? Um. We don't know exactly 100% yet. We're going to try and meet up for dinner in Pittsburgh somewhere. Me, her, her husband, my girlfriend, and then obviously my mom and dad. Ooh, that's so. fan- fancy. Pittsburgh dinner? Can't go wrong with that, really. Especially- I think we're going to go to the Meatball Emporium. That's been like that's been a real big one for a the while. Meatball and Emporium? If nobody's been there yet, everything is made out Please of tell me about this Emporium. Um, is it just like meatballs? Yeah, everything's meatballs. They make meatballs out of turkey. They make meatballs out of ham. They make meatballs out of ground beef. They make there's vegan meatballs. I don't understand that, but well, they have it. And there's a tap house <laughs> attached to it too. So you know, okay, you good. Get a nice drink. So do they have spaghetti and stuff? So uh, you could so you yeah. could compliment the meatballs. Get like a meatball on top of it and everything of your choice. Excellent. That sounds quite delicious. Quite. Um, I've only been there maybe once and the one time that i went my sister stole a cup from there so if anyone was from that establishment listens to this i'm sorry i apologize i don't have any control over her i cannot control her (laughs) i don't condone stealing um but yeah i was i was thinking that today because uh mostly you and i do video game stuff we could talk a little more about Moms and video games, a little mm, bit. Video games, as well as some, you know, some other. There's we can we can get into animals and stuff too. For those of you who didn't know, if you've been living under a rock, uh, mama kangaroos carry their kids around in their pouch for a significant amount of time. But everybody should know that. I feel like it's common knowledge at this point. <laughs> How long? <laughs> I mean, I I I completely forgot about it. How long do they carry them? Uh, let's let's do a quick little Google search. <laughs> it's like the most uh, Googled thing. How long? How long do kangaroo moms carry them in there? Isn't oh, there a special just... name for the pouch? Ah, uh, kangaroo pouch. What's it called? No, it's just a pouch. But I did, I do <laughs> just know. <a> pouch. That, <laughs> um, I do know that um, the baby kangaroos are called joeys, and I have. Yeah, oh, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, a little joey running around. Oh, little joey. Um, so apparently, the inside of a mother kangaroo's pouch is hairless, and it's lined with sweat glands that release anti-microbacterial liquid to keep the joey safe from interesting germs. now I, that's, I don't know about I, you but my mom did not put me inside of a sack with i just with think like of what it would like to be germs. in that pouch <laughs> i want to i want a joey pov just to see <laughs> that would be disgusting it'd be all the the lens on the camera would be all fogged up oh my god there's like there's a whole bunch of drop-down menus. There's how to remove it, how to oh, how to remove the joey from the pouch, not remove the pouch. Do not remove the pouch from the mom. <laughs> that's pretty sick. That's, that's <laughs> gross. Um, how to clean the temperature? Hmm. The pouch temperature of thirty to thirty-two degrees. Really? I'm assuming that's Celsius. Because oh, okay. So then what? Oh, that geez, that's yeah, another one. That would that would make sense. Uh, and it'll the joey will stay in there until it is furred enough to leave the pouch. Is so is what? It is furred, like it has like when it, it has, has, enough, has fur. enough fur. Okay, yeah, yeah. Eighty nine point six degrees Fahrenheit. 
Nice, that's, nice that's resting a, body temperature. Almost. Yeah, I, I was mean, gonna even, say that's even that's a body a temperature is ninety eight six, but still a little variant of that. <laughs> I I figured so at you least we, if you didn't know anything about kangaroos, now you do. Yeah. <laughs> So I was thinking one of one of the biggest games of my childhood was Pokemon. I remember being a little kid, getting real excited to get my atomic purple transparent Game Boy Color, sit down and go have my mom in the game basically be like, you know what, it's okay to go out in the wilderness with a giant fire breathing lizard, you know? And I don't know it's what okay. she did when I wasn't there. <laughs> but, but um as far as like being a caring mother is concerned, um, you know, she does she will send you stuff throughout your throughout the gameplay and she Oh yeah, does, she like, knows that you're hungry stuff for you too. Such a sweetheart. Yeah. That's a good yeah. mom. What's does she do you remember her name? No, it was just mom. Mom, it's thanks, just mom. mom. This one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, I, I got another the, one. Uh, top. Okay, what else you got? Oh, I was gonna say another one because, like, whenever I googled, obviously, to do a little bit and see like who the top moms were in video games. Uh, another one that I thought of that wasn't on any of the lists was uh, a very popular one as of recent because of COVID and everything, and just whenever Animal, Animal Crossing released, um, you know, Animal Crossing released, and everyone during COVID just buying Nintendo Switches, they're flying off the shelves. It's like the top-grossing console right now, so everyone should know what I'm talking about. Um, it is pretty popular. The mom popular. in that game. Um, it's... The mom in that game, you don't ever... It doesn't actually ever bring her up at all, but throughout the series... She would always send you. She'd send you bells sometimes, which are money in that game. And that's like money, okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and other times she'll send you different things, and she'll she actually like she has like a whole personality of her own. Surprisingly, even though it's all text lines and mail that you get from her, but right. she'll send you like I got a rug from her whenever I was playing it the other day. So wow, I can see yeah. how that would easily give somebody who's playing that game a sense of immersion. Yeah, especially if they don't have a mother that they're close to or yeah. their mother passed away or whatever the case is. That's really cool that a video game can make someone feel, give that warmth. Yeah. And another another thing about, like, the moms in video games, like, you don't, there's a lot of dads in video games, but a lot of the games that I really enjoyed focused on only the mom. Like, Pokemon, you don't have a dad. Right. You don't know where you just popped out a mom and she was like all right <laughs> daddy's gone son <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know like i feel like that's a little bit empowering to women in an aspect you know like yeah everything absolutely. everything like it just shows that everything can be okay if you are a single parent not that i would ever if i had a kid and you know like, just just leave my wife stay, in <laughs> stay in touch come home for a health potion every now and then yeah. say hello yeah you no, know, don't be a stranger. Um, there's okay. not a whole lot of dad roles. The only one that I can think of off the top of my head would be like um, Kratos from God of War. Well, I'm surprised you didn't pick any top top ten lists or anything for the uh, uh, video game moms. Uh, I just Do had it up over here a little bit ago. Top ten moms in video games, Google. <laughs> I, got, I um, pulled up the one from uh, GameRant.com. Oh, the 15 most memorable... Is that the one that you're on? Yeah, 15 most memorable video game moms. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think of Anna from Overwatch, and she's at number one. Healer Anna, Sniper Anna, is one of the founding members of the titular Overwatch group in Overwatch. She is a seasoned combat veteran with remarkable healing abilities, but her lifelong duty as a soldier strained her relationship with her daughter, Farah. Anna's relationship with her daughter soured further when she lost a duel with the Widowmaker and let Farah think that she was dead. Since Anna deceived her own daughter for years, it's understandable that the two have struggled properly to patch things up well i mean 
that sort of deceit would i think that would fuel some some uh <laughs> some angst yeah i don't and, even play uh, do you play overwatch i don't really play overwatch no. um when Clementine. i do i suck i try and play as diva because i just like to tank and even then i don't do very good um after that, I usually do play as Widowmaker because I'm pretty good with like quick shots and stuff like that. Even though, is that like um like Team Fortress sort of deal thing? Yeah, kind of. Like a, in like you're running the around simplest, and... most bare terms. Yes, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you got Freya from God of War on there. Um, yeah, yeah. I never played Dragon Age, so we're gonna skip over that one. Um. Genova from Final Fantasy, who you face like 40 times, and you have to beat her like a whole bunch of times. Genova uh, like, is definitely a most memorable mom, but mysterious alien life form whose cells are used to warp Final Fantasy VII villain Sephiroth into the ultimate soldier. Genova herself serves as a boss fight on more than one occasion over the course yeah. of Final Fantasy VII, but the role that is she played in creating Sephiroth in what makes her one of gaming's most memorable moms. She's not a conventional mom by any stretch of the imagination, but willing or not, she helped create one of the game's most notorious villains. And that's, I could say that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Joyce, Life is Strange. I don't think I ever got to play that game. It was Oh my it, god, it is such a good game. That's such it, a good story. Is it like a um, is it like a uh like a story where you uh like kind of like an interactive story and you pick your choices as you go through? Yeah, a lot of your choices affect outcomes of stuff and um you can actually you can get people killed with your choices that are actually very important to the plot line and you can save people as well that you know are very important to the plot line. However, there are a couple things in there that are just like unavoidable. It's set in stone, but I mean, the way they released it, they released it in episodes, so it makes sense. You know, like the uh, end okay. of episode one, it had to, there had to be a certain event that took place. But if kind they released the whole game all at once, I think that would have been really cool <clears throat> to be able to change a lot of that stuff. However, I understand, you know, just the way that things are and how they released it. They had to do it that way. Oh, look, num mom's on here. Number eight. One of the most consistent elements of the core Pokemon games in the player's character is mom. In every series Pokemon game to date, players start their Pokemon adventure by saying goodbye to their mom, but their mom will still help them when they come home to visit. The player's character mom will sometimes send players helpful items in the mail, and she will often heal Pokemon back to full health, though the, the specifics of her role varies from game to game. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I really liked about it. It was like, if she was your mom, it's kind of like whenever you bring your friends over, you know? She's everybody's mom. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but added to that, for number nine, for Kangaskhan um, from Pokemon, one of the Pokemon from Pokemon. Um, Go ahead, read that one. a.k.a. the parent Pokemon, is largely defined by its role as a mother. Kangaskhan carries its young in its pouts, much like a kangaroo, which I'm glad we talked about that. Oh, yeah. And it will protect its child at all costs. We see numerous examples of Kangaskhan going to great lengths to keep its child safe in the Pokemon anime, video games, and manga. And we also see Kangaskhan's motherly instincts on display in other ways as well. For example, there's an episode of Pokemon in the anime, an egg-sighting adventure where Kangaskhan protects a Fanfi egg. Uh, that's funny. I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh, so, were there any other people on this list that you wanted to talk about? Because uh, I know I no. want to hit number three and number one, actually. <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk about number two? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. All right, let's start. start number start, three. Start with, start with number three. Yeah, yeah. The Sims moms. I think this is like a blanket statement. Sims moms are as loving as a player character uh, wills them to be. <laughs> a Sims mom may be the most devoted mother in the world, or may she may leave her child to cry indefinitely, getting them removed from the home by child services. 
What makes Sims Mothers especially memorable in video gaming, though, is that in some games, they can actually give birth to a non-human babies. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Under certain conditions, Sims can be abducted and give birth to full-blown alien children. Thank you, Sid Meier. Thank you. Yeah, um, The Sims is a very interesting part of my childhood as well. Yeah, I just remember I think... playing The Sims 2 and typing in Rosebud to get a whole bunch of money. Oh, because... yeah, Rosebud, Rosebud, Rosebud. Click, 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 There's click, another click, one for something else that I forget that I used a lot, but Rosebud was the biggest one. So, uh, Quick sidebar, did you ever have a Game Shark? Yes. Oh, I've had a man. Game Shark, I've had an action <laughs> replay. Um I've actually, I've, for the action replay, which was basically the newer version of the Game Shark, um, for the 3DS, the oh wow, yeah, you could use it for a whole bunch of different stuff. They had they had it for the 3DS, the Game Boy, and a couple other stuff. But I actually helped with like some of the coding for some of the stuff in there. Yeah, um, it's funny about that. I think about in my I'm, I, in my current job now. I work with the the trailer numbers, you know that, right? Yeah. Pretty much that's what I'm working with all day and like I remember specifically like saying to myself like when I was putting in the one the like the 12 digit code key because with the game shark you had to manually enter the 12 digit code for the that, for the cheat code that you wanted. That was the whole reason they updated the action replay action replay. So they, I, they stored all the codes uh, in there and they and made then it a lot just easier. Check yeah. the list and everything. So like I'm key entering all these numbers and I'm like, man, I would hate to to. I, I think that's why I didn't want to go into video games and be a producer in video games because like, man, I'd hate to be key entering all this freaking code. And sure, lo and behold, here I am in a job where I'm just key entering numbers and letters all day. <laughs> it gets a little repetitive. Um, my roommate. And I actually, um, when we were in high school, we took a visual basic class and for our final, everyone else just made like a little animation thing. Well, him and I got a little carried away. We made a full on first person shooter. <laughs> visual got basic. a little carried away. <laughs> we got a little carried away. And, um, our, uh, our computer science teacher, Mr. Smith, God bless him. Uh, dealt with us asking him hundreds and hundreds of questions a day. Like, mean, meanwhile, they're still trying to create a page, homepage. <laughs> well, it was funny because he loved it. He loved that we were doing that, which is what you need to be whenever you're a teacher. Like this is one of the things that like goes into also goes into being a mom. Like if you want to teach your kids stuff, you have to be interested in it as well. Like whenever I was learning how to play saxophone and all that. Like my mom, obviously she does not have a lick of musical talent in her body. Sorry, Colleen, if you do watch this, you're an angel. And I know that, but I know that you also haven't played. Anything. <laughs> Such uh, a sweetheart. <laughs> um, but that's also something that was told to me a whole bunch of times. They were like, we don't know where you got this talent. You just showed up with the saxophone. And Start you playing started, it. You started doing some George Michael shit. Um, but even though they didn't know how, they still showed interest. And that helps. That's one of the best things that a mother can do is show interest in something that their kid is doing. Because it'll, as a kid, you know, you look up to your parents. You want to be, you want to be like your mom. You want to be like your dad. You want to, you know, or maybe, right. maybe you don't because of how they treated you. But that's, you know, we're all positive vibes here today. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, just show interest in what your kids are doing. And that's a big thing that moms are really good at doing. I believe, you know, helping the kid grow in that aspect because growing isn't just physically or like any of that. You actually, you have to grow emotionally and talently too. <laughs> I don't think talently a word. All but, right, next number know. two, Sonya yeah. Blade. I don't, I honestly I haven't read this paragraph, but I don't even know how it's Sonya Blade is considered um, is in the mother top ten mother. Do you? Uh, yeah, Cassie Cage. <laughs> Sonya Blade is was the sole female playable character in the original Mortal Kombat, and she has persisted as one of the franchise's most popular characters ever since. 
In Mortal Kombat 10, Sonya Blade was given more depth by becoming a mother, having a baby with Johnny Cage, who would grow up to be Cassie Cage. In Mortal Kombat 11 story mode, we see just how much Sonya cares for her daughter as she sacrifices herself to save Cassie's life early in the game. I didn't yep, know that. That happened. That was I, like I didn't the, follow like third mission or something like that. It was it was pretty. It was like both. <laughs> it was like the third mission. Yeah, I don't I don't remember how many exactly, but it was really early in the game. Yeah, I think that's a stretch. I don't see. It. I don't. I'm sorry, Sonya. But finally, it was for her daughter. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's Mother's Day, not Daughter's Day. That's true. She has well, she one daughter and for her daughter. And let me guess, you could fight as Cassie Cage too, right? Uh, I th- Cassie's I probably remember. a playable character. I don't remember if she's playable in that one. All right. Well, I, I was going to say child while. labor laws. Like, <laughs> she can't work at McDonald's, but you could fight in a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, right. Go rip this dude's spine out, but yeah. don't flip burgers. That's right. Shame on you. There's rules. Right, um, but number one, absolutely couldn't have picked a better one. The boss from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <sighs> the boss may not be the best mother in the world, but she's definitely one of the deadliest. This biological mother of Revol- Revolver Ocelot, the, bo- the boss, also played a key role in mentoring Naked Snake, one of the most recognizable video game characters of all time. Without the boss, the, her sacrifice in Metal Gear Solid 3, the events of the rest of Metal Gear Solid franchise may not have taken place, making the boss one of the most more, most important characters in the game. In the, yeah, oh, yeah. In the franchise. Nakey snakey. Nakey snake. Nakey snakey. Mm-hmm. That was All a good right. game franchise. Absolutely. Did you play oh. did you play any of uh five? Yeah, that's uh Phantom Pain, right? Uh I don't know. I have it. I haven't played through it yet. I had like this like wild kick for a long time where all I did was play like multiplayer games and um but yeah, multiplayer games and competitive games. But that's okay. Um okay, one of the did, other mothers. I was gonna say, did you have more video games, moms? I'm gonna trans transfer full shift into uh animal moms here. I got a top five list. <laughs> okay. I have one that isn't a video game character. It's actually um, from one of my absolute all-time favorite movies, um, Princess Mononoke. And um, it's basically like this girl who's cast out into the woods, and she's like taken in by the um, by the wolves to become one with the uh, one with nature and all that. Because you know, gotta love trees and animals. But that is a picture of Princess Mononoke and the wolf. And, um, you know, I think that that movie is great, not just in terms of, like, why, um, you know, for what I'm talking about right now, but it definitely teaches you a point of moral relativism. Like, they're saying why they're burning down the forest and everything. But then they go and they find out why this lady's burning down the forest and she's burning it down because she ends up taking all these lepers in and giving them a home and a job and something to do because you know back in like the olden times if you had leprosy you were pretty much just done for yeah cast out cast out thrown away banished completely yeah you were basically told to leave but you know and then like they're trying to kill this lady that's given the home to everybody, but the the dude who has a curse from the very beginning of the movie, like, I don't want to spoil everything, but it really teaches you, like, you know, you need to know everybody's story before you decide who's the bad guy or who's in the wrong, because what the lady was doing was detrimental to these lepers, you know, to give them... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was just giving everybody a little... Those watching on YouTube. Yeah. I know it's a it's a very, very, very good movie with a very powerful message. And um I think that everyone should watch it. Like I, I know that I watch a lot of anime, but I think that this movie is the reason that I watched a lot of anime. I remember going to my grandparents' house and staying the night and I had they had a TV in the guest bedroom and I would always end up watching it. 
And uh, yeah, the whole thing is. Uh, it looks like I'm guessing there's a whole pro. There's a whole. There's a lot of blood. Whole story. Oh yeah, there's a lot of blood. Yeah, blood there's on the a face. Lot of blood. <laughs> but uh, like more, they, like you said, a lot of depth. Yeah, to a story a, more than just it's a very multi-layered um, just movie all together. Now, is she, are you saying that she, is she the mother here, or is no, it is it the, this woman down here? The wolf. The wolf plays a very large part in um, protecting. She's you know the wolf okay, mother here. protects the whole forest. Basically, is what the right. like, point okay. of it is. I guess and, it's kind of uh, like a Mother Nature sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but still, it's very, very good. The whole plot line—it's insane. It's awesome. So, highly recommend it. But that's my little blurb about uh about anime and moms in there. There's a lot of good moms in anime, though. We could sit here and just go on for hours and hours and hours about that and I probably wouldn't shut up and everyone would be like, can somebody please put a pillow over this dude? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well let's see. I got here the five, five remarkable animal moms brought to you by the WWF. That's the uh, World Wildlife Foundation for those of you who don't know. Number five is the Emperor Penguin. After laying an egg, the mother emperor penguin leaves it with a male who protects the fragile egg shell from the elements. The mother then travels up to 50 miles to reach the ocean and fish. She later returns uh, to the hatching site for uh, to regurgitate the food to the newly hatched chicks. Thanks, Mom. Using Thanks, the Mom, warmth... for throwing up in my mouth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Using the warmth... <laughs> Of her own brood pouch, the mother keeps the chick warm and safe. Thanks, Mom. They look super fat when they sit on eggs. It's real cute. They look super cute. You ever see Happy? You ever see Happy Feet? Um, that's your homework. No, that's your homework now. Go do, do yourself I do a need favor. To see it. I do need to see it. I must say. That's Number four, the cheetah. Cheetah cheetah mothers raise their young in isolation and their move. They move in their litter, usually two to six cubs, every four days to prevent a buildup of smell that predators can track. After 18 months of training as hunters, the cheetah cubs finally leave their mothers. 18 months, two years. What is that? Not two years. Oh my god. 18 months. 18 months. That's a like a year and a half. half. I'm terrible at numbers. <laughs> numbers are hard. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the cubs then form a sibling group that they'll stay together with another six months. Can you imagine just being like, you leave the nest and you go sit out in the wilderness with like, you know, your five brothers and sisters, and you're just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go. No, I just think of like a, ch a chain gang, today. <laughs> a chain gang of two year olds just running around. <laughs> In like leather jackets and how they have pipes and ch chains, <laughs> roughing the you up greasers. for they have roughing you up for ice cream cones <laughs> and popsicles. Yeah, you gonna eat that yogurt, buddy? I don't think you need it. Me? Oh. Number three, the African elephant. When it comes to African elephants, a new mom is not alone in guiding her young. The elephants live in a matriarchal society, so other females in the social group helped a calf to its feet after birth and show the baby how to nurse. Hold People... on, pause. Go. I did not know that they had a matriarchal society. That's yes, very, very interesting. Elephants are very it's... intelligent animals. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was watching somebody... Um... You see a lot of like stuff on Instagram from like TikTok and stuff like that, but I hate TikTok. So, but I've Bad. seen a TikTok or something about um, they gave an elephant a paintbrush and they watched it paint. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Like watching it paint what it sees. Right. And uh, that I, was. That was really I hate cool. to question the validity of that video because I did see some some videos that were questionable, but yeah. no doubt they're definitely trainable to the point where they can they can, they can do yeah or, yeah <laughs> but still you know, the fact that they can do those things gives visually gives way that there is much more to than meets the eye with the elephant brain uh but the older elephants 
adjust the pace of the herd so the calf can keep stride, which is good because they like to pick off the weak ones. Yeah. The predators. By watching the adults, the calf learns which plants to eat and how to access them. The females regularly make affectionate contact with the calf. Well, that's good. It's just showing them how to live. Yeah. Number two, the polar bear. A tentative polar bear mothers usually give birth to two cubs that stick to her for about two years to learn the necessary survival skills in the cold climate. The mothers then, by digging deep into snowdrifts, creating a space protected from the elements. They usually give birth between November and January and keep the cubs warm and healthy using their body heat and milk. The cubs leave the den in March and April to get used to the outside temperatures before learning to hunt. Oh, look at those little cute little snow bears. They are cute little snow bears. I didn't know they, I didn't know they produced milk. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know that was a thing. It's like can you ice, milk a bear. You can milk anything with teats, Falker. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend trying. <laughs> yeah, don't try bear. that. <laughs> they're really pissed off. Their 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 homes are melting away, and they're coming in. They're coming into the yeah, our landscapes. <laughs> don't approach a, a polar bear. They are not nice. <laughs> they mad. <laughs> Uh, number one, the orangutan. The bond between an orangutan mother and her young is one of the strongest in nature. During the first two years of its life, the young rely entirely on their mothers for both food and transportation. The moms stay with their young for six to seven years, teaching them where to find food, when and how to eat, and a technique for building and uh, a sleeping nest. Female orangutans are known to visit their young, the, visit their mothers until they reach age fifteen or sixteen. Wow. It's very much like humans. Yeah, that's very... Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> After 16, so. it's just like, eh, done yeah. with you. Done. Like you got a car. Get out. <laughs> Leave. Yeah, was, uh, animals are cool. Um, there's actually a Reddit that I follow called Nature is Lit. It's r slash Nature is Lit. And there's a lot of really cool stuff that you see on there. Not just like... You know, there's the normal where you see waterfalls and stuff and like other stuff, but they also show like animals doing some crazy stuff as well. Hmm. I can't think of any like really good examples of such off the top of my head, but. <laughs> but yeah. So we covered five remarkable animal moms. Uh, a numerous amount of video game moms. We covered a mom in anime today. And, uh... Uh, here. You know what? Can you... Can you, you can hit that link, right? Kick-ass mom facts. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It brought it up in Google Chrome, and we don't let Google Chrome. <laughs> I have to use it for this, though, which... Okay, there we go. Okay, well then uh, we could just alternate on these uh, readings, if you'd like. Yeah, um, are you going to start from the bottom again, or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it just threw me off like... a little bit with that, uh, <laughs> with the animals. <laughs> well, it seemed like... I guess it, it's not uh, uh, identifying as a top ten list. Yeah, I guess. So I just kind of went. Technically, to the, uh, you did it the correct way. <laughs> I guess, but I'll just start at number one because this is just facts. Uh, fact number one: Leo DiCaprio was named Leonard because his pregnant mother was looking at Leonardo da Vinci painting in the museum in Italy when DiCaprio first kicked. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That. When chimp, uh, chimpanzees' infants die, the mother will continue to carry and groom the dead baby until it is mo is she's able to move on. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad. What mom. happened to the positive only? Yeah, yeah gone. It's over. Yeah, it's Every sweater that Mr. It. Rogers wore in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood was hand-knit by his mother. Holy shit. Aw. Shout out sweet. Mr. Rogers wearing those hand-knit uh, yeah. mama sweaters. I wonder if it was actually tattoos. that way. And he's like, oh, fuck, I gotta wear this fucking sweater today. <laughs> She, she knows. She knows. I'm not going to wear it. 
Oh. Uh, da, da, da. In 2014, a pregnant single mom in Washington was investigated for welfare, welfare fraud after a DNA, DNA test showed that she wasn't the mother of her own children. When she went for a follow-up test, doctors realized she was a chimera. What the fuck? How? Okay. So, if you don't know what a chimera is... Isn't that like a mythical like half-human, half... I thought that was a... A, a in Greek mythology, a fire-breathing female monster with a lion's head, a goat's body, and a serpent's tail. Or a thing that is hoped or wished for, but in fact is illusionary or impossible to achieve. That doesn't make any sense. Any I sense. Think, I think that means that she really wanted kids, but she must have been either infertile or, you know, something was wrong with her where she couldn't have her own kids. So she had to adopt, but that just doesn't the, with what we said, that doesn't make any sense. If you're going to go on welfare, but adopt children at the same time, you know, Oh, princess wanted no case back. Now she's gone. She's gone. What am I? <laughs> uh, here we go. Mom facts. Nicole, how do you say that? Pa Pagiani? Niccolo Pag Paganini. Paganini? Paganini, Paganini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niccolo, regarded by many people to be the best, greatest violin virtuoso ever, was so good that he was thought to be the son of the devil or have to have sold his soul for his talent. Therefore, he was forced to publish his mother's letters to him in order that he, in order to prove that he had human parents. Wow. Wow, that's imagine. frustrating. Imagine yeah, you are too good at that violin. You are inhuman. <laughs> okay, so you want me to read these yeah, ones? Go for it. All right, number six: an adopted man in Michigan. That's not a mother. Searched for his birth mother for four years before finding out that she worked at the same Lowe's store that he worked at. Neither of them knew. How? Did... Neither How... of them knew. <laughs> You could, you could, nobody was just like, wow, you two look really oddly similar. Or like, man, you guys smell the same. I don't know. Like, there's got to be something. That's classic. Um, says number seven. In 2010, Tupac's song, Dear Mama, was inducted into the Library of Congress registry with the LOCR, stating that it's a moving and eloquent homage to both the murdered rapper's own mother and all mothers struggling to maintain a family in the face of addiction, poverty, and social and societal indifference. That is a very good song. Have you heard it? Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. I feel like if if you if you're interested in music at all, you should know that song. Um and number eight. Is that should that be Captain, not Capt? <laughs> yeah. They didn't even put a period in there. Capt Robert Campbell. Captain Robert Campbell. All right, after I say something. Captain Robert Campbell was a British prisoner of war captured by Germans during World War I. He was freed to see his dying mother. But he kept his promise to Kaiser Wilhelm II and returned from Kent to Germany, where he stayed until the war ended in 1918. That's hmm. why wouldn't you? He's free to see his dying mother because his promise. Well, yeah. That's nice. So he was freed to go see her, but he stayed in Germany. Wait, after that's where his mother was in Germany. Oh, okay. I didn't. Who's Kaiser Wilhelm II, and why is he important to? There's not enough there. There's not enough information there for me to fully understand what's happening. Um, the mother of Ernest Hemingway, who is, if you didn't know, an author, soldier, hunter, boxer, drinker, and dressed young Ernest and his older sister in matching pink flowery dresses and similar outfits to fulfill her obsessive desire to instead be mother to a pair of twin girls. Thanks, I have heard about that. 
um i guess that was like a real thing that people i guess that would explain that would that would really explain why he was so angry yeah yeah um and number 10 it wasn't until he was 37 when actor jack nicholson found out that his supposed sister june was actually his mother jack nicholson hmm that Uh, sounds like some foul play going on there nobody said hey my sister's old enough to be my mom in that scenario yeah right they must have been really close i mean like close in age yeah she must have had him real young Number 11, two species of geckos mated and they birthed a super athlete female gecko that wouldn't have sex with other geckos. Instead, she spawned new versions of herself who spawned themselves, and now there is a vigorous, speedy, mutant race of mother geckos cloning daughter geckos. That's, that's <laughs> this a is, lot. This is like the downfall. <laughs> like, this is where my. <laughs> For some that's reason, a lot. This, humans are going to start doing this and then slowly make the male species go extinct that's what i'm pretty cons uh, cons- conf- uh can what's the word convinced is going to happen <laughs> i don't know quite how to store say it you ever see that episode of uh futurama when they go to that one planet yeah and it's like all amazonian women <laughs> yeah death by snoo snoo yeah yes snoo snoo that was a good episode that was a very good episode so, but I think a lot of those future. episodes, the ones that are like that, and even the ones from, um, what is that? Rick and Morty. There's another one like that where they go to an all women planet. I think that's the all women planet is basically <laughs> what you just described in Rick and Morty. The, ni- um, the 19th Amendment of the Constitution granting women the uh, the vote was passed by only one vote. Tennessee was the 36th state to ratify the amendment, and it passed the legislator- legislature when Harry Byrne, a young legislator, changed his vote to yes after receiving a letter from his mother telling him to do the right thing. Thanks, Mom. Well, that's it. <laughs> that Talk about doing the right thing. That's a, that's a surefire thanks, Mom, for you. She changed history. Do the For right, sure. do the right thing, Harry. You better do it. <laughs> Tim Duncan uh, of the Santa, uh, San Antonio Spurs sacrificed money to stay in college for four years instead of going directly to the NBA, because in her last days, his dying mother made him promise to graduate college with a degree. That is so sweet. Such Aww. a nice boy, Tim Duncan. <laughs> While Mother's Day is the busiest for phone calls, Father's Day is the busiest for collect calls. <laughs> oh, that's, that's horrible. That's sad. Hugh Hefner's father, a public accountant, turned him down when he needed money to start Playboy as he did not think the magazine was a good business investment. However, as he was about to leave, his mother took him aside and gave him a $1,000 check from her savings to help his venture. Thanks, Mom. Really? Hey, I mean, good that's... son. Go get a mansion. Now, I'm pretty sure I've watched some sort of documentary on that. And his dad was a very strict businessman. And uh, he he really didn't support what he was doing. Figure what he did was pretty much like me saying that I'm going to go off and start a podcast and just live that life. Yeah. (laughs) It's like it says very doubtful. Like that won't take off. It goes back to the Rocket League thing where we could have gone to RLCS, but we all doubted it. Right. So, 16. Cells from fetuses can migrate into the brains of their mother's and son's DNA can show up in the mother in his mother's brain. Hmm. It's interesting. 17. A Bosnian man named Amir Viho Vihobovic? I think that's right. Uh, Vihobovic? Elaborately Amir, faked Amir, his own yeah. death. Vihobovic. Vihobovic. The, 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 Amir V yeah. elaborately faked his own death, <laughs> including forging a death certificate and bribing undertakers. He just wanted to see who would come to his funeral. The joke was on him, though. Only oh, his mother showed up. Oh, boy. Yeah, really. That kind of backfired. Can you imagine? <laughs> Only his mother showed up. 
Well, uh, I mean, 18. yeah, go ahead. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory was a box office failure because mothers thought the lessons were too cruel for children to understand. And now we have a generation of... Oh my god. Sorry, Positive vibes. Sorry. Positive vibes. <laughs> well, I'm going to I I need to make a shirt that says Positive Vibes for us. Um 19. The Dacator Correctional Is that how you say that? Decatur? Decatur? Yeah. Decatur? The Decatur Correctional Center in Decatur, Illinois allows incarcerated women to keep their babies with them in prison for up to two years. The mothers have 0% recidivism. Recidivism? Yes, that's it. We're on a podcast because we didn't excel in literature. (laughs) Recidivism Um, rate. Yeah. A 0% recidivism rate compared to the statewide average of 51.3. Do you know what what that is? All right. Well, here we go. Yeah. Ready? Let's define recidivism. Let's going to do it. The tendency of a convicted criminal criminal <laughs> to reoffend. Okay, that's what I kind of hear. Recid- yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. These 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 women had their kids, and then they never they never did crime. Again. Oh, a zero percent chance. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Recidivism. And then like everybody else, you know, it's just like you know they might. Who knows? Fifty-one point three. That's fifty-fifty. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. <laughs> uh, Twenty. Minnie Schonberg, the mother of the Marx Brothers, upon hearing that farmers were exempt from being drafted, bought a farm and forced the brothers to work on it, so that they wouldn't be called to fight during World War One. Very slick. Very slick. What a suave move. I bet you as they were hoeing that field, they'd be like, I'd rather be out in the battlefield. (laughs) All right, number 21. All expecting mothers in Finland can receive a starter box of baby clothes, bedding, nappies, and toys from the government for free. I did know that. The bedding fits the box, so you could use it as a crib. Wow. I did know that. We actually had a conversation about that one time uh, during a PUBG match. (laughs) (laughs) That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, great segue. Number 22. Under the Third Reich, Aryan mothers who devoted their lives to having children were awarded the Ehrenkreuz der Duschen Mother... Uh, mother... The Mother's Cross. And you were respected civil servants who were saluted on the streets by Hitler's youth. Wow. Ehrenkreuz der Duschen Mutter. Mutter. I believe it. We'll just leave it at closer. Mother's Cross. Yeah. I took German for three years, so I should be able to pronounce that, but... I took Spanish for two, but I slept through the whole second year. See? Octopus <laughs> mothers will sometimes eat their own arms to survive while protecting their eggs, and they will not leave the nest before the eggs hatch, even to find food. That's uh, so badass. And I'll just eat my arm. I mean, it'll, it'll grow <laughs> back. I wonder if that hurts, really. A Jewish... The octopuses have a beak. Yeah, I mean, they just stick yeah. right up under there and grab a piece. You got, got eight of them. <laughs> Number 24, a Jewish gynecologist vowed that never again would there be a pregnant woman in Auschwitz. After discovering they were used as guinea pigs and thrown into the crematorium, she performed an estimated 3,000 abortions in the hopes that a mother would survive and later be able to bear children. Oh my god. That's like being a hero through the worst means possible. Mom is the same in every language. Oh, that's a nice fact. That's a good positive vibe to end on. That's a yeah, that's a really good positive vibe to end on. Well um I think I have one more mom story. <laughs> because all of the other ones were were not not so much good vibes, I, I would say. Yeah, there was there was a lot of really negative ones. In that <laughs> yeah. list. I didn't really like that list at all. Well, this well, this, this story comes from a, a mom that bought there was bought her six year old daughter a, a doll off of Etsy, and it had to be a specific doll. And this doll, I guess it what it wasn't to the specifications that she ordered. I guess it it, it wasn't an official brand name doll. 
it was like a similar one. So she had to do like stuff to paint it and she took it to a uh a uh a bear hospital or have you ever heard of one of those? There's like a teddy bear hospital and they repair teddy bears and old stuff like that. No. Well she takes this doll Etsy doll to uh the bear hospital and then I guess they get a call and they say, Hey, there's two ounces of cocaine in your in your mermaid doll. <laughs> off of Etsy and then she stumbles she buys a doll for her, her six-year-old daughter and then stumbles upon an <laughs> undercover Etsy Etsy uh drug smuggling ring oh yeah someone's getting fired from that drug smuggling somebody's ring. in trouble mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be a big bearded dude that goes hey you'll mess with my cocaine business you my cocaine you said the wrong thing did the wrong thing and then there was another mother who sent their son in the school with what is it? Two hundred and sixty grams of cocaine in the in his book bag. That's a mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> uh, we heard little Timmy wasn't doing so well in physical Timmy's doing education. Fine. <laughs> so <laughs> we. I want to go to art. Where's our class? <laughs> Dude's Naruto running through the hallways. Ah! <laughs> okay, well, I think this was an excellent, another excellent episode. Shout out yeah. to all the moms. Happy Mother's Day. Especially yeah. the... Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Um, if you're a mother and you're watching this, happy Mother's Day to you specifically. Um, if you know somebody that is a mom, or if you know people who don't have a mom you know give them a little bit of extra love because they either do a lot or they're probably really heartbroken so you know keep them That's in your right. thoughts and everything because you know they need some love be rough on people like That's that. That's right. Send them, send them some bells or a, yeah. a health potion or yeah. something. Yeah. Go download Animal Crossing um, send them some bells make them feel like they're loved. <laughs> <laughs> 